Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Al just said to me, I am so happy it's Thursday. And you know what? I agree with him because, quite frankly, Thursday is one of the coolest, most disrespected days of the week. Why is that? Because Thursday means you're very close to Friday. You can power through a Friday, and then it's Friday. Al, how are you? Uh, good, Jerry. Love a Thursday. Thursday feels like the weekend starting already. Like when I, I get agree. home, when you get home Thursday, no matter what time uh, you, you work, more. it's Friday. Yes. Even if the, your Friday goes terrible. It's Friday. Even mm-hmm. if your evening goes terrible. Like, I even think, like, I have a dog who sometimes wants to go out to make diarrhea in the middle of the night. Oh, that sounds terrible. Even if it's Thursday or Friday, that If it's a terrible. Thursday, I'm like, all right, I could power through Friday oh. and get a little extra rest. Now, you brought something up to me, Jerry, during the show off the air. I did? Which uh, I know is only uh, November. Yeah. But it's already got me looking forward to the summertime down in Bradley Beach. Okay. It's the, oh. uh, there's a big article about Jennifer Aniston where she's interviewed in some publication. I yes. even forget what it is. But, uh, Allure. Allure magazine? Yes. She's, guess, the, she's actually on the cover of the final printed edition coming out November 14th, I believe. Then it's going all digital after that. Oh, really? I believe that's what I, that's what they said. Digital, you say? Digital. Um, well, she's on the cover and she's uh, in the magazine and I guess she talks about her. She's, she's tried to have a baby. Yeah. She's 53 now. She's tried many times, um, and it never worked and she didn't realize she could have frozen her eggs and she's very disappointed about that. And as she said in the article, it's time to move on. How would she, that's an interesting one. How did she not know about freezing? I don't know. It was the way, the way the quote was shown on TV I don't know how that was in the context of the story. It was just a line that they mentioned that was part of her. Having not done that, she realizes that ship has sailed, she said. I see. I've frozen my sperm. It's For real? A, yeah, it's uh, right next Why? to the chicken in my uh, in my uh, freezer. No, have you really? No. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe I, not for I nothing. If you s- turn out to be sixty-five, you want to have a kid, and it's not working out so well for you down there. Why not, Jerry? I could. I have such super sperm that I can uh, probably. I'll still have sperm in, into my late into my nineties. Super. So, how many ladies have you impregnated? Zero. That you know. Of. My sperm may not even work. I thought you had it tested. No, you never had it. I tested. never did the, that one. The motility. I, I did not test the motility of okay. my sperm. I think that's the word. I'm interested in it, in testing it for no reason. I'm not planning on having a kid. Well, why don't you just go buy one of the at-home tests like you like to do? Yeah. And then a little, and then send it away. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just more curious. Okay. But will I be somewhat saddened if it comes back weak sperm? What difference does it make? You're I, not I wanna, having children. But I don't want to be known in my own head as having weak sperm. Why? I don't know. It really means nothing. I know it means for you. Yeah, I know it. Now, means if you were twenty-three, yeah, 
and or 33 and you were having problems getting your wife pregnant and yeah. then you did this test and then you came back that you have very low sperm numbers i could totally see being depressed and upset and disappointed and feeling like a complete and utter failure yeah you're 53 that's a good two. point how old 53 it doesn't matter you don't want to have kids and that circles back so jennifer aniston is 53 yes and she is on the cover of this magazine, Jerry, in something that you think is going to be uh, a fashion thing that goes on this summer at the be. beach. It might be. They were saying in exotic places it could be a thing. And it is called what? The nipplekini. The nipplekini. Yeah. It's like, it's like, as Eddie said, it's like pasties with strings. Yeah, so, where you get not only regular cleavage that we're all used to seeing. No, you're seeing boob. Under boob as well. You're seeing all of the boob except for the nipple, basically. But, right. Okay, so the nipples are covered, and but then tied in the back like a bikini. Correct. So it's not just pasties where they're just No, 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 no. I didn't, no, I'm saying nipples, I'm, well, pasties with a string. <laughs> so if you combine the nipple-kini right. with either the cheek-kini or the thong on the bottom. Yeah, we've reached like. It is going to be some scene down in Bradley Beach this summer, Jerry. Yeah. Right, where is it? Is like Belize, where there's a lot of nudes. Yeah, Sunday, Belize. I mean, we're. I mean, you're really a step away from that. Right. Honestly. Yes, of being in Brazil, Belize, right. Greece. Yeah, all those these places. places. That, the, the British side of Saint Martin, I believe, is the nude. Is side? Nude. Yes. I've always heard there's a nude beach in uh, Sandy Hook. Hook. There is. You ever been there? No, but my friends went. Yeah, I didn't go the one, and I not because I didn't want to. I had baseball practice. It was one of those, they decided to go right after school on a warm day in May. I'm like, I can't, I got practice. Like I high can't. school, when you were in high school? Yes, when oh, I was okay. a senior. And uh, they all went. I couldn't. I had, we had practice. Were they disappointed by the nudity there? Like, was it? Uh, I don't remember the exact specifics, but I do remember my, my one friend, Norm, who came back and said, this wasn't a Playboy magazine yeah. shoot. I think those were his words. Something like that. I have a friend who used to go years ago, and he would uh, he, the Sandy Hook nude beach, and he would uh, take a gas station boner pills. You know, like the ones you buy in the gas station. Yes, I, well, yeah. Hence, by the name, gas station boner pills. Because when he was nude on the beach, he wanted to be erect, or well, at least semi-aroused, so that he looked uh, better. You know, because you go there and you're nervous. You're but what happens if it stands at full attention? Uh, you that can't I don't walk know. around like that. No, you cannot. I don't know. I didn't. Uh, he didn't offer that up at the time. This That's got to be embarrassing because that happens a number of years ago. But he said he used to work. There's no way that there's not a guy, at least once a week or two, that a guy doesn't get aroused on a nude beach. The, that especially has to happen in Belize, right? Or Spain. Well, hold on. I mean, just because it's Belize or Spain doesn't mean all the patrons there are going to be beautiful. Right. I picture them more Fat, beautiful, sloppy, and smelly. No, that's America, Jerry. No, that's everywhere, Al. That is everywhere. I don't think so. Oh, I do. I do. I think if you went to London or that sort of thing. You think it's just the fat American diet? Yeah. I get you were in Italy. I mean, were people not out of shape there? I don't recall. Oh, okay. All right. But I also don't recall going, wow, everyone's in shape here. I don't remember that either. You just saw people. Yeah, I think I just saw Look people. Look at you. You're not judging anybody. I don't judge. <laughs> Jerry, I don't see size. I yes, don't you do. see anything with people. Everyone looks the same to me. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, sure. In their own ways. That's why you have binoculars and a little notebook that you keep tabs on people on the beach. I don't know that I have the so notebook, but I definitely yeah, I have. She's been here every Tuesday. She's here Tuesday again. I definitely do have binoculars. Mm, you know, look at that cottage cheese ass. All right. Yep. That's that's a no. <laughs> don't tell me you don't keep tabs. A little notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary, <laughs> I saw a cottage cheese butt. <laughs> Jerry, here's a story a local, a local New York, a local feel good New York story. I like feel good stories. Uh, this uh, is involving a flight from uh, on JetBlue, which we love. Love JetBlue, Jet love JetBlue, uh, from Kennedy Airport here in New York which to Detroit because it's New York City. Correct. Mm-hmm. Going to Detroit, I would also really hate that. Queens, not Queens, but like I mean, it's Queens, Long Island. Which I always get confused. LaGuardia is by City Field. Is that closer or farther? Yeah, it's closer than like, JFK. Like yeah. from from your house, is it easier to go to LaGuardia or 
think Kennedy. I think they're both really difficult, to be quite honest. Right. Uh, JFK is a little bit further, but you're away from City Field. It's just the beak. I don't know. They both they both equally suck. They both suck. I okay. did LaGuardia to Dallas two weeks ago. It was fine. I flew on a Saturday morning. There was no traffic. Came back on a Monday, and there was no traffic going home, which was lovely. Oh, that's nice. I have to make the trip again. In a couple of weeks, in three weeks, I'm going back. Why can't you fly out of Newark? I'm flying out of Newark this time. okay, yeah. I'll tell you why I didn't. Because I brought Matthew, and the the company's great. They pay for the airfare, everything. But I front the money for the hotel, then I get the money back. I had to pay for his flight. The hotel I knew was going to cost me up front $650, three-something a night. And then the flights for the Saturday, Monday, that, that weekend, they were five from Newark. They were five ninety five round trip. I like that means I'm fronting like twelve hundred bucks, and going from Laguardia, it was no joke one ninety. Wow, I'm like, it's a big savings. That is a big savings. This time I'm going myself, and I saw United to Dallas for the times I need to go. It's like two forty, perfect. Done. So that you'll do from Newark. Yeah, and even if he comes with me again, it's two forty. No big deal. All right, well, so let's see what happened on this flight, Jerry. It's a flight, a JetBlue flight from Kennedy Airport to Detroit. What could happen? The flight's an hour. Well, Jerry, a man was arrested. Okay. After he allegedly masturbated during the flight. Really? Mm-hmm. It was reported by WJBK-TV. My guess is that is in uh, Detroit. Uh, oh, it was, uh, it, was, it was reported by this TV station because their assignment editor happened to also be aboard flight... 1019. Please tell me the guy was at least in the bathroom. The talk was he exposed himself. Okay, maybe not. And now find out it was a little more than that. Crew members were notified about an incident involving potentially inappropriate behavior by a customer and moved passengers sitting near him away from him. How near him? Please don't tell me someone was sitting next to him. Uh, he got a, uh, uh, it doesn't say here, he, he got a, a federal misdemeanor for disorderly conduct. As soon as the plane landed in so, Detroit. So what is that? Pay a fine and move on with your life? Probably. You have a record for that? Um, That I don't know. I would think so. A misdemeanor? Yeah, I think that stays on your record for a little bit. I, I don't know. Three Metro Airport police officers boarded the plane when it landed in Detroit, and they escorted him off. Can you imagine you're a police officer in the airport and you get the call? Uh, flight 7, what is it, 1910? 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, like 10, 1.9. Uh, guys, we have an incident. They got it. First, they got to go, oh, what's going on? Right. Is there need, a hijacker aboard? Right. And instead, it's uh, you need to arrest the man in 23F. Uh, he was masturbating. Mm-hmm. All righty. Okay. Let's all three of us go for that. Okay. Let's the three of us grab this guy. Yeah, that's a weird. Don't uh, touch his hands. That's a weird move on an airplane. You think? Especially for an adult. Adult male. For anybody. Fair, Jerry. Come on. How old was he? Didn't say. Did not say, Jerry. I mean, that is, you talk about uncontrollable. Uncontrollable. That's what he is. That's brutal. All right. So there you go. Yeah, you've heard of uh, people joining the Mile High Club. This is different. This is uh, where you only need one participant himself. <laughs> Whacking it. <laughs> yes. You know, we used to talk about like uh, people that, we don't know how, how some people have so much money and we're trying to figure sure. out like, so there is a popular podcaster named Tim Dillon. Okay. He's no, a comedian. I've never heard of him. Okay. I've heard him on, uh, uh, well, Izzo told me about him maybe a year ago. He's been a guest on Joe Rogan. I like him. He's Same. a funny guy. He's a stand-up comic, though. So he, he didn't get started in stand-up comedy until around, oh, yeah, 2016. So that's not that long ago. Okay. So he he was a comic, uh, got uh, noticed in um, Montreal at the Just for Laughs, where a lot of comics get uh, uh, noticed here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rolling Stone wrote about him. And then he just started doing a podcast. So I started listening to his podcast, and he's talking about, like, he lives in the Hamptons. Okay. He drives a Bentley, like, or a Rolls Royce. he's doing Royce. quite well. Yeah, right. So I'm like, wow. Like, I'm, I don't know... I feel like if someone's driving around in a Rolls Royce or a Bentley, living in the Hamptons, in the Hamptons and Florida, that they're like Dave Chappelle level. I would think so. So, I'm like, I got to remember to Google Tim Dillon when I get to work. Okay. So which I did. So, okay. So, do you know what Patreon is? 
No. So Patreon is a thing where you, like, we could, like, we have a podcast here. Yes. We could also do something on Patreon where people that really love us, Jerry, pay a fee and we give them other content, not okay. only the podcast. It's extra. It's extra content and you pay whatever it is a month and the person who has the Patreon account decides what they're going to charge. Okay. Okay. So it said, as of June of 2022, he has over 42,658 paying subscribers, making over $221,000 per month. Yeah, so he's charging $5 a month. Wow. That's awesome. That's tremendous. Is it? Is like a two hundred twenty thousand. Well, I've I've said this to you, but I've also said this to you before too. Yeah, if we if we tried doing something like that for fun, because I really do think it could be fun. And I'm not like you're not making two hundred thousand. Right. We're not making two hundred thousand dollars a month. But let's say you came up with some idea where you and I got together once or twice a week to shoot some fun video stuff, whatever the case may be. I don't know, and came up with an idea for extra content on our own to promote our hoodies. Now, whatever. Right. And you charged $5 a month. Is anybody signing up? I don't I don't know. And what's the number that makes it worth it? Do you think 200 people would sign up? I mean, if 200 people are signing up, you're making $1,000 a month. It's 500 bucks each. It's kind of nice. That Just, is it's nice. fun. Right. You know, no one's getting rich off it. But I always wonder how people decide, like, I'm offering this on my social media for free. Sure. And I'm offering this as pay. I don't know. I, that's a good question. I, I don't know. And then like... Uh, well, maybe you... All right. You do something that you don't already do. So, for instance, we do this in a studio every day. There's no video of it. It's just us talking. It's a podcast. Okay. Perhaps twice a week we get together for some sort of video podcast. And we do... I don't know. I'm saying you you do something extra that you're not doing creatively that you've come up with. Okay. You don't alter what you do because this is still what you do. So let's say, for example, let's say every Thursday we go to a, a local brewery and we rate their beers. And yes. We do that. And that's uh, $2 a month. Right. Or $5 a month. Right, for sure. Or it's a conversation in a brew pub with maybe a local celebrity. A little different than what we usually do. Right. You know, something. That is something. One month, perhaps, you buy the latest and greatest sex doll and we try it out on camera you're gonna bang and the then sex rape doll. them <laughs> i didn't say me i say i'm, oh, so I'm married oh i see that'd be cheating <laughs> i'm kidding but you get my point yeah yeah right something totally your... different than what yes. you're doing that makes sense yes for people that for whatever reason enjoy us right yeah i always i've always thought of that it's just a matter of doing it do you want to try it or not because i don't think uh, I'm trying to think, like, I don't think I'm to a point now with anybody that I like as far as entertainers and things that if they're giving me something, if they're giving me a lot for free, right. that I would then pay additional. Sure. Like, I don't know, like this Tim Dillon already does at least one podcast a week. Right. Joe Rogan's doing three or four podcasts yeah. a week. Uh, ben Shapiro, who I was listening to for a while, he does a thing where it's like he gives you a 45-minute podcast every yes. day. And then he goes, oh, on the next... Uh, if you want the rest of this conversation, it's on the... Yeah. What I, but I'm like, ah, eh, 45 minutes a day is good enough. It's good. But for some, they want more. Right, but I'm saying, like, definitely when I was younger, I would have. Sure. Like, if Howard Stern had something additional, oh, my God. If Bruce Springsteen had something, I would have been freaking well, out. Well, so you're right now, you're answering your own question. Yeah. It's got to be something that you are really into that you want more of. And in that case, forget Bruce, because he's an artist, but or a musician... Howard was on for four hours a day every day. Right. And you would have paid for another. I would have got, right. Yeah, for sure. Oh, especially back then. It's like you even talk about like you loved Imus growing yeah, up. Yeah, And when when Imus went on TV and there was a video, mm -hmm. you were like, what does the studio look like? Yeah, couldn't wait. Uh, same with Howard Stern, right? So if back then Howard Stern had a thing where it's like for 10 bucks a month, I could see what the, you know, the, the guests in the studio. And, and how it worked. Oh, my God. Yeah, 100%. So yes. I guess you just got to pick the right thing that people want mm -hmm. and just have enough people that are to so make it into worth it, it to make it worth yeah. it. Yeah. And you hope it grows a little bit over time. Yeah. 
If it does, great. If it doesn't, you shut it down. But imagine, like, this guy's just, like, 221 grand a month he's bringing in. I think that's awesome. And he's his own boss. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing that I think for anybody in this world that I think you... There's two different reasons, I believe, that people create businesses. There is the... And we know we know them. We know people like this. I'm going to do this so I can get rich. It's like, okay. I mean, good luck. And then there's the... Where I think I fall in. I want to create something that is a fallback for the day I get the pink slip to where my life isn't completely upended. Yeah. Now, I got a long way to go to get there, but like, I, there's two different ways to, to go about it. And if you hit on something, hey, good for you if it works. That's great. Right. And or, then be your own boss. Yeah, or is it something that you can go, okay, when I retire, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Yes. And I don't need it to be this huge business because this is going to be part of my retirement. For sure. Uh, and you know you've got something to look forward to and something to do every day. Yeah. I think that's another... I've said that to my father about trying to start something on the smaller side. Yeah. Like, you've got all the time in the world. What do you like? I, like I said to him, you love golf. Why don't you start like a golf trip travel company? He's like, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, well, it, Google it. You set up golf trips, you do some planning, and I'll help you sell them. Like, it's not that hard. And then all of a sudden, even if it's only... Eight trips a year. It takes time to plan them and yes. sell it, and but like all of a sudden, your favorite, not occupation, your favorite hobby in this world right now is playing golf. So do something. Maybe you make a few bucks. Maybe you don't. Maybe it turns out to be a golf club. Is that so bad? Right. That's kind of cool. Might give you something to do. Yeah, absolutely. I've always thought a good business would be, and people have them. One business that I thought of that would be fun. Because they always say, do what you love. I thought a great concept was the golf game trip. Call it golf in a game. It's a weekend trip where you leave on Thursday night or Friday morning, whatever. I would, you'd prefer Thursday night, but because people were, whatever, whenever you leave. The idea is a round of golf at one of the best golf courses in the area. And then the game and the tailgate, if it's football on Sunday. And then you fly home Sunday night or first thing Monday morning. That's phenomenal. That sounds great. So, for instance, let's say this would be this would be a concept. Now, this would be really expensive, but this would be a concept. Dolphins, Giants, that's their Jets, Jets, Dolphins, in Miami, rounding off a Doral. So you're going, you're going, you fly Friday, you golf on Saturday morning, you have like a cocktail party at some restaurant. You got to pay cash for that, but you're all getting together as a group, 16 people, 20, whatever. Cocktail party Saturday, tailgate Sunday morning, game Sunday afternoon, you're home Monday morning. That is, that's a cool concept. Right, and you always do it in a warm city in the in the for fall sure. slash winter. Absolutely. You could do it with basketball in May, you know, baseball in the summer. I mean, my God. How about this one? You fly out west on Thursday night. You go play Pebble Beach on Saturday, and you go see the San Francisco Giants on Sunday afternoon, fly home Sunday night, red eye. That's a cool weekend. That is a cool weekend. Like, I threw that at my father once. He's like, that's a lot of work. I'll make you say, it is a lot of work. But instead of, like, taking it step by step, a lot of people are like, man, that's a lot. And, like, your head explodes. We'll just take it one thing at a time. Right. Plan one of the trips. That's it. And see how it goes. So, I thought that was neat. How about that? My first uh, golf on a game trip is going to feature a celebrity golfer and participant. His name is Al Dukes. Nice. <laughs> I, of course, don't golf, unfortunately, but I'll love to go to the driving range. And you can ride the cart people. and drink beer. And I'll, Perfect. <laughs> well, and we'll have the uh, Michelob Ultra for you. know Which one is it that you like? The I like gold? a Michelob Ultra Gold. That's it's, it. uh, we'll, the organic wheat. We'll make sure you have organic beer. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Yes. All right, Jerry, let's do the uh, warm-up program. Okay. Now, tomorrow when we come in here, it's going to be Friday, and I'm going to do cool games. Now, who knows if there will be any this week? Who knows? We don't know. I don't know. All I know is there should be one that's not because the Packers stink. Is that Packers-Cowboys this week? Yeah. That should be a cool game. It should be, but. They're three and six, though. I know. Whatever, we'll see. All right, we'll see. We won't know till tomorrow morning at around 522, 523, 525, somewhere around there when we do cool games. Until then, soup. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. 
A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Well, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. At 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's 5.02. Nice to see you, the Eddie Scazzeri. What is up? We're like dueling colleges today as I'm wearing my Rutgers hoodie. He's got his Kane University hoodie on. His name is Al Jacques Dukes. It is Thursday. What is up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. I would have never have gotten into Rutgers. I'll tell you that right now. No, you might have. No, not right out of high school. New Jersey resident, you might have. No. Not I don't know went to uh, Ocean Community College or wherever you went. I went to Middlesex, Middlesex County, County College first because my SAT scores, Jerry, were not up to Rutgers standards. Neither were mine. Mine were terrible. I, mine had to be worse than yours. Uh, 100%. We're two dummies. I'm not well, so what, sure about at, that. When you took the SATs, what was it out of? Like you could 1,600 okay, was same. a perfect score. Same. I took it twice. No, I only took it once. Well, because... I took How it bad twice, was it? And my best score of the two, 800. Oh, I did beat you. <laughs> wow. I significantly beat and you. And he almost passed out in there when he's hurt. 800, my really? 800. My my was terrible, but I was 970, I think. Yeah. I was I like, think, I'm good. I think to get into any college, you needed 1,000. Uh, well, I got into a few, actually. You did. <laughs> well, they needed enrollment. <laughs> right. That's what I didn't know still about. A biz- at the end of the day, it is still Correct. a business. Right, which is why so many colleges now just keep passing people through. Yes. Because they're like, we need your tuition. Let's say, should we take, this is a very difficult decision. We have agreed to accept you. Our tuition, $58,000 yeah, a year. For you. Because <laughs> you're stupid. I know, it's just beyond stupid. Yeah, but look at us, Jerry, representing our yeah. New Jersey colleges today. I like it. Where's your Stony Brook one there, uh, Eddie? He didn't know it was you college. Did get the memo? What it do you call that? College Spirit Day? College Day. I don't know. We should do that here. College Spirit Day. Like Boomer wears Maryland. Geo wears Hofstra. I would wear New Jersey City University then. Well, I don't know if we could find one of those. I uh, can find one. There's, what are you talking about? Oh, I'll go still to the Spirit business? Shop. Yes. Oh. Upsala is the one that went out of business. Upsala, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what my friend Paul puts on his resume. He didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty smart. He didn't graduate college. Yeah. You know, he went to Middlesex. So it bounced around. Yeah, sure. So he put... Uh, he puts Upsala on there. <laughs> defunct. <laughs> yeah, it's now defunct. And if they were like, do you have your transcripts? I, I've reached that was out. 30 years ago. I've reached out. No one gets back to me. That is funny. 
great idea. I wonder idea. if there's got to be some database somewhere yeah. that they really want to check. If they really want to check. But, well, you know, at this point, a college degree is just like what a high school degree used to be. I hear you. Meaningless, Jerry. Well. Unless, of course, you go to Kane or Rutgers, the two big Then very meaningful. Oh, yeah, Jerry. I agree. Very meaningful. I love how you stare at yourself. You love looking at yourself. I just like to see how the shirt looks on the television. On the internets. <laughs> it looks the same as it looks in person. Oh, I see. So it's very similar. <laughs> yes. Jerry, I love a uh, little chaos when chaos gets thrown into the world okay. a little bit. And uh, we touched on this yesterday on Boomer and Geo, but uh, it, it took on a, a life of its own yesterday. And this is the whole uh, Twitter situation. Now, Twitter, not everyone's on Twitter, Jerry. In fact, the overwhelming majority of people are not on I think Twitter. Spike told us only 8 to 9%. Of people are on Twitter. Yeah, but I do think in the sports world, if you are a sports follower and you're really into sports, I think a lot of people are on Twitter because they like to follow their favorite teams. They like to follow reporters and writers and uh, see breaking news. It's good for their fantasy football teams, Jerry, and fantasy baseball. It's good now for sports betting. So there's a lot of uh, things. It's where athletes say uh, crazy things sometimes. And... The one thing we always do when something nuts happens is we look to see if it's a verified account. And with uh, Elon Musk's new thing where you pay to be verified, I actually thought in this process, Jerry, like if you were to try to get verified on Twitter, that they would check your ID of some sort. I guess this is what I thought was going to go on. Would make sense. Would make sense to say, hi, I'm Jerry Recco and here's my uh, information and they go, mm, this is Jerry Recco. Here's your blue check mark, $8 a month. Right. But that's not the case. Anyone could get a blue check mark if you just pay your $8 a month. And you can be any handle you want. You could be whoever you want, Jerry. Okay. So a number of people started signing up. There's a new LeBron James Twitter account that is verified. <laughs> and that account said that uh, <laughs> he demanding a trade from the <laughs> Lakers and some places went with that i would i would probably think to run with it too then if uh, i would have to look at the followers though right that's the one thing you you still have to do correct you still have to right now you have to look at verified and follow yeah like if adam Scherfter all of a sudden becomes verified that's fine and it can trick you but if one's got 37 followers and the other has 7 million i think i'll go with the 7 million one yes unless now if you tell me you can start screwing around with that then we have a problem right how about, we how about we have about the eight? Here you go. $8 a month, verified check mark. And then spend whatever you have to spend for, for followers that don't exist. Right. <laughs> I have to pay for 7 million followers. <laughs> how much does that cost? But that's the thing. Like back uh, with the Adam Schefter, Adam Scherfter. Mm-hmm. Now you can be Adam Schefter. You can be. Yeah. And so so Adam Schefter reports yesterday of, from the from the fake but verified Adam Schefter were reporting uh, football news that wasn't true. Yeah. Well, here we go. It's the wild, wild west. I tell you, I've not been on Twitter all week. And your friends, Jerry, at, at Ballsack Sports, <laughs> yes, they got themselves verified. <laughs> and now they keep on putting out injury reports. So the verified thing means nothing anymore. <laughs> yeah, but your friends at Ballsack Sports, Jerry, they keep putting out injury reports. Uh, like they have uh, Josh Allen uh, injured this week with a penile injury. Okay, they, so they they're just they're just reporting penile injury. So is the LeBron James groin injury true? I don't know. Okay. I didn't see that one. Yeah, well, he left the game last night. They lost with the, the groin Clippers. injury. Yes, I think if it says penile injury, that's fake. You think? Yeah, because <laughs> I don't think I've heard of anyone being out of a football game for a penile injury. So I think this is all fake. Instead Jerry. of working the leg, work the penile now. Work the penile uh, bone. Yeah, this is silly. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I love that it's kind of thrown a little bit of chaos in, into the mix. I'm sure it'll all work itself out somehow. I did see Mark Cuban admitting to having several burner accounts. Oh, really? Yes, because someone, he was making the reference how the blue check mark thing is not a terrible, I, I don't remember exactly the context, but someone wrote back to him, said that's easy for you as a true verified you know, account holder, people know who you are, blah, 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 blah. The engagement is going to be different for you. And then he wrote back. He goes, actually, I'm just like you. I have several burner accounts with zero followers because I like to get information in a different way. But I was like, oh, look at you. Just like telling people right there. He's got several of I think he said several of them. Oh, how about that? I I'll need a burner out. account. Just create one with a blue check mark. You know what, 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 where this really could get um, 
weird is there are people that are not on social media, on Twitter, that yes. are famous. Correct. Like, you could just become a famous person right. on social media. Matthew McConaughey, blue check mark. <laughs> yeah, I'm now Matthew McConaughey. I, don't under- I really don't understand. That's got to be something that gets itself fixed and yeah. figured out. There's no way you can allow it to become the wild, wild west. No. You can't. No, 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 you can't. It doesn't make any sense. And, in fact, Michael. Mark Cuban was... Uh, was uh, writing messages to Elon Musk telling him that uh, about this. And because, like, Mark Cuban's a guy. I always wondered this, too. Like, people, let's use Mark Cuban since he's been the example. Yeah. Let's say he has 7 million followers. He can't look at people responding to him. There's way too many. too many. Yeah. So you can click, and this has always been on Twitter, just verified responses to you. Oh, okay. So well, if Mark Cuban wants to see if another owner has said something to him or a player, but now with everyone just being able to be verified for $8, I'm having, yeah. it's making it difficult for him. I want to find the quotes. I want to read it to you rather than... This is a Mark Cuban yeah, quote? Yeah, I'm trying to find. I might have to do it during the break. It's just too much to accounts? get through, actually. Of course, the first thing that comes up is Sean Morash on TMZ. Yeah, that was everywhere yesterday. Sean Morash pooping his pants at work. Right. That was cool. Bump it out. Uh, Except they just kept calling him sports radio host. <laughs> whatever. Hey, good for him, as they say. A sports radio host pooped his pants yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Let's see. Mark Mark with a K. Mark with a K. Do you have anybody famous, Jerry, that you would like to be on Twitter? No, I don't care. Oh. I do not care. Like, Let's you know see. who's like not on Twitter? The real David Letterman. Why don't I be him? I love David Letterman growing up. Maybe I'll just be David Letterman on Twitter. You could do that. And then if you're smart, you want to build up an audience, you post old Letterman videos. Yeah. They really would. Here it is. They would really think it's you. Yes. Uh, Someone writes to Cuban, no disrespect, Mr. Cuban, but your experience on Twitter as a legacy blue check holder is likely very different from the average user. He writes back, with all due respect, I have burner accounts with zero followers that I use actively precisely so I can have the same experience. I bought the blue check mark for only one. It still has zero followers, but now I can enjoy ripping on you. And Now, see, this is not right. Time out a second. You think that's a fake one? Uh, no, I'm getting... Oh, my no, God. He's got, no, this is no, 9 million good. followers. Okay. Uh, but now I can enjoy ripping on you, on you all, and showing up as verified in your mentions. <laughs> this, this is, is the thing. Bizarre. And it is used in, in sports media. It is, absolutely. Probably well, the, all media. Yeah. The sports is really big, though. Oh, for sure. I mean, I would think it's almost built for sports. Right. The but, live, uh, you know, while games are going on, yeah. people are tweeting. Live reactions, live scores, live not live, but very close to live videos. I mean, people put these highlights up literally within seconds now. Right. And the so, other thing is, like, when you look at trending topics, sports is always in there. Is always different sports things. But doesn't that re- but mm, yes, but I, I also believe that has to do with who you're following. Oh, is that right? And what you're engaging with. So I think if you dropped all your sports follows and mm-hmm. sports radio follows and started following ten ten wins and news radio nine seventy out of Los Angeles and the New York Times, I think your trending topics would change pattern to what you're following. Oh, is that right? I think so. All right. Not a hundred percent sure of yeah. that, but I'm pretty sure that's the way it goes. There's tra- yeah I yeah I think so, but who knows I don't know, whatever I gotta get I guess I really got to start thinking of who I should be on Twitter. David Letterman's a good one. Might be Joe Rogan. <laughs> Please listen to my podcast. It's only six hours long. <laughs> You're right. I'll just be a new Joe. Why don't you be Donald Trump? <laughs> I'm back. I'll be Joe Rogan to be like. Check out my new podcast, uh, Al and Jerry's Postgame Podcast. <laughs> I've renamed it. Now, that would be awesome. All of a sudden, we start getting 9 million downloads, Jerry. That'd be woohoo. Not for nothing. For $8 to advertise for one month yeah. before they kick you off, <laughs> I think it's worth it. Let's go. That is, that's actually pretty funny. Like Larry David's not on Twitter. I'm sure he is now. Right. There's probably 19 different Larry Davids verified. Absolutely. Just doing lines from Curb Your Enthusiasm. That would there. be a cool thing. Figure out who's not on it. Yeah. And then create it. Yes. Do you think Frank Sinatra has a has an account? Well, he's passed away. I'm aware. Oh. I get it. Uh, no, I don't think he you does. You don't think there's a Frank Sinatra on Twitter? Uh, no. Yes, there is. A verified 100%. Frank Sinatra? Well, I don't know if they're verified, but oh. they, they can be if they want to <laughs> be. so great. I got to be careful now because I'm a sports radio producer, Jerry, and I got to watch for breaking news, and I can't be fooled. There is a verified Frank Sinatra account. Wow. 
must be his uh, estate. 75,000 followers. Nice. It says the chairman of the board, the official Twitter for Frank Sinatra Enterprises. All right. I would say this is probably legit. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh a lot of uh what do you call it, estates of famous people have sure. stuff up there. And they just keep uh, I'm sure Elvis probably has an account. Oh, yeah, not gonna Jerry. check now, but I'm sure he probably what does. If, uh, Why don't you be George Hallis? George Hallis? Because he's in the news with Belichick passing yeah. him. Yeah. Or you could be Don Shula. Right, I'll be I'll be uh George Hollis, I'll be like, that freaking Bill Belichick, <laughs> that son of a gun. That's exactly He's right. He's a punk. Well, you get to go name-calling. Yeah, name-calling, verified name-calling. I mean, Bill Belichick, he's not on Twitter. That's true. That's a good one. That's a good one. And you could just, your post could just be grumbles. Yeah. <laughs> and just every Sunday after the game, on to Cincinnati. Right. Or whoever we're playing next. And literally, like, 10 minutes after every game's over. <laughs> On to. That's it. I post the clips like that you play on the morning yes. here. I'd be like, there's a couple idiot reporters <laughs> trying to get under my skin. Yeah. That oh, works. It's going to be awesome. So you're going to jump in head first. I might jump in head first. I got $8. Uh, yes. I'm well aware you have $8. <laughs> Buying those trimmers left and right. You buy. What, what else did you buy? They do the water purifying yeah. thing that cost you more money to send it back yeah, than the uh, product actually cost. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Oh. Purchase. <laughs> Order purifier. I mean, you're exactly who they're looking for when they did the swipe to buy button. Yeah. Oh, I'll take this now. Which is funny because you've always been the type of person that has to overanalyze everything. Yeah. But there are some things you're just like, hmm, impulsive. I'll take it. What's weird is I overanalyze small purchases and underanalyze large purchases. It doesn't Although make the any car, sense. Well, hold on. The car you analyze left and right. That, that, that one time that one I did. car and it, you spent, I mean, consumer reports, oh my God. reviews, and you bought it a week later. Yeah, this was a mistake. This is not working out. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, that is true. Well, yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. It's 516. Um, Nets did beat the Knicks. And you know what? What goes around comes around is Brandon Tierney. Yeah, I'm coming after you, Tierney. Sat there on the air and openly said, I want the Knicks to obliterate the Nets tonight. Well, guess what? You got your asses handed to you. How'd you like that? Uh, so we've got that to do. We've got uh, week 10 in the NFL opens tonight. We've got Major League Baseball, and the Scott Boris is a prize. We'll get to him, too. Uh, all that and more, and then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. All right, 25 after 5. The Nets uh, laid the wood to the uh, Knicks last night. They beat them by, like, 30, which was kind of cool. Um, real quick before we get back to the sports. So driving in, I just find this hilarious as we deal with our daily commute every day. And it struck me as I was listening to um, 1010 Wins, 92.3, whatever, to get the traffic on the way in. And they're like, oh, the Lincoln Tunnel is fantastic. The George Washington Bridge, no problem. The Outer Bridge is fine. The Verrazano, good. Holland Tunnel closed. That's like, of all these things that have closed, the one thing that we deal with that we need open remains closed for another, like, two years. Yeah, because it's uh, right by uh, where WFAN is positioned in New York City. You come right through the tunnel, and here we are. No, no, we're not here we are anymore. we got to go another way. They made it a little difficult. I love there's one construction sign that I'm sure people see all over. It just, it's in orange. Mm -hmm. It's on the electronic boards. Yeah. And it just says, road work continues. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Forever. (laughs) You might be retired, but for real, yeah. before they finish that construction. Road work. And, and one other thing, and then I'm done with this. You shut down lanes of the Pulaski Skyway for four years. You built a brand new bridge. Yeah, brand new Why bridge. are their lanes closed every damn day now for construction six months after they finally reopen it? Um, no, there's no, um, nothing. It's new. It's brand Freaking new. It is a brand new bridge, which is nice. God almighty. It Gotta is maintain too that. much. Yeah, I just, oh, I can't take it. Got to maintain that bridge, Jerry. I want a helicopter. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Here comes Jerry. He's landing on the roof. How about a boat? We can take the boat, boat? over, the Staten Island Ferry, and then we'll bring and we'll get scooters and we'll scoot over here. I feel like boats take way long to get across well, bodies it's, of water. It's a very nice little trek. It's easy. What about a rowboat? We'd be in so... <laughs> I'm not getting a rowboat. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> you think of the shape we'd be in, Jerry? I'm not getting on a rowboat in a lake. You want to get in a rowboat to cross the... No, yeah. I don't think so. One of those boats like the college rowing uh, no. things where it's like... No, those, those dudes are in shape. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, is that crew? We were... Is that what they call that, Eddie? Crew. That is... If we were Oof. college boat row- rowers, oh, man, Jerry, we'd be... 
ripped. I will. T- that is true. I will tell you, or if we ate right and worked out, we might be. Um, I will tell you one of the coolest things I ever saw when I was doing college basketball for Columbia was going to Harvard and seeing that. I don't know the names of the rivers around there in Cambridge, but I've you know you've seen all the cool footage of that from years past. Seeing that with the maybe it was maybe it was doing during the college football season actually with the autumn leaves in the background and seeing those Harvard kids. I mean, that was actually like, that's cool. That's impressive. Yeah. It's only done at bougie schools, though. Okay. Like, I know Princeton has a rowing team. Well, the Ivy League, yeah. Yeah, sure. the Ivy Leagues. Because that's a rich person's sport. To have a giant boat Rowing to a row. boat? I guess. Well, I rowing that kind of boat. That's what they say about hockey, too, though. Right. Because it's very ice time's expensive, equipment's expensive. So, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Well, the other sports very attainable: basketball, football, baseball. You just the problem with baseball is you can't like basketball. You can pick up a ball and go shoot. Yeah, football too. Pick a ball up, throw it around. To who? Oh, <laughs> but your imaginary you're... friends. <laughs> but to play like a like football and baseball for pickup is hard. Like you need a group of you. Know, like you need more than just a couple of guys. Now, football you could do two on two. You know, hand touch. It's not the same, but two you can two do steady that. QB. Baseball, you really need like a good amount of people. If you really want well, to play stickball, that's fine. But baseball, you need people. You're right. Basketball is the best. You just you go out there and shoot around. And even one on one. And then when someone comes by, yes, you don't play. They get in the mix. Then you get another. When was the last time you were asked to play one on one basketball? Like your nephew never? No. No, not at all. No. Oh, okay. I have played uh, shoot around in yeah in my nephew's driveway, but he's still much smaller than me. Oh, all right. I'm 40 years his senior. Got it. I'm sure he could beat you at this point. He's uh, 13. Potentially. Yes. Jerry, the Brooklyn Nets did what you suggested they do. Mm-hmm. They named Jacques Vaughn their head coach. Yep. They're playing for him. Yeah. They, the watching last night, I watched the first half. I went to sleep. I fell asleep at halftime. I watched a lot of the second half highlights. I didn't go nuts with it, though, because they, they blew them out for the most part. They are playing hard. Like, that's the one thing that was lacking, whether they didn't like Steve Nash, whether it's Kyrie Irving being a toxic personality. I don't know what the deal was, but I will tell you the effort level has been so much better. They've won three of four. Could make the case it could have been all four if they would have won in Dallas. And they look like a good basketball team. And you're seeing guys like Cam Thomas. Not that he had a great game last night, but, you know, the effort's good. Um You've got uh, Seth Curry came off the bench last night, was draining threes. They're open. They're rebounding. Ben Simmons had a putback dunk, which was cool to see. Now they're fun. You know what? That This is a fun team to watch, to be quite honest with you. So it was kind of good. The one thing I would tell you, if you're a Nick fan, that you'd be disturbed about, although at least Jalen Brunson did address it after the game, their effort level stunk last night. Is that right? That's what Tom Brady said about the Buccaneers yesterday or two days ago. Uh, Monday their night. effort level stinks. Yeah, he he basically said they played harder than us. That's a problem. And Especially what... when you've lost to them like eight straight times. Right. I think Durant has beaten the Knicks now 12 straight games, I believe. And 112-85, that's a blowout, yes? Yeah, I mean, they were winning in the first quarter. They were up 24-8, I believe. Then the Knicks made a little bit of a run, and then the Nets went on this 17. I forget what I the I think run they were was, up by but... 25 at one point. Well, they were. No, no, 100% they were. Not to mention they won by 27. Oh. So they'd have to be up by 25 to win I by see. 27. Right. Uh, <laughs> Good point. What do you, but what, no, no, you're right. They were, yes. When, as a, an update person, can you say, like, what is the score? What's the minimum the score needs to be to say the Nets blew out the Knicks? In basketball, what's a so, blowout? I think you have to, number one, you have to watch the game. I think that, that Okay, helps. so the, so but there are sometimes s- the final score isn't correct. indicative of a blowout? Like, you could win a game by 10, and you might have been up by 25 the entire time. And then when you take the starters out, the last two minutes, the other team hits a couple of threes, and the score looks a lot closer than it was. And conversely, you could play a really tight game. And then there's a bunch of fouls down the, you know, in the final minute, and the, a one-point game goes to 10 real quick, and it was a lot closer than the final score shows. So I think, A, you got to watch the game. Hmm. B, there are scores, though, like last night. You win by 27 or 30 points. You blow them out. So I would say to answer that question, I've 15 might be the number you'd 15, start. Yeah, I, I, I would say, say 15. Blowout. I would say so. So I could say uh, if the score was 185, it was a blowout. 
Yeah. I mean, I think still you need to watch the game because it could be nip and tuck through three quarters and you just crush them in the fourth quarter. But, yeah, I would say if you say 15, 16 points, you could start saying that comfortably. Now, they said they hired uh, Jacques Vaughn because of his, quote, basketball acumen. What does that mean, Jerry? Basketball smarts. He knows basketball. Well, he does, and he was he was good for them. It wasn't a long period of time, but he had them playing really well when they were in the bubble a couple of years ago. Um, he's been around. There were some people that thought he should have been the coach, not Steve Nash. I'm one of them. I never understood the Steve Nash hiring. Um, the thing about it is, and he joked about it, Ime Udoka is who they wanted. I do believe, we talked about this yesterday, I do believe it was a lot of the pushback from people within the league and within the organization that said, you can't hire, not now, you can't hire him right now. And I think they said, all right, we'll go to plan B. And so as Jacques Vaughn said, I wasn't even my wife's first choice. <laughs> but you know what? We're married 20 years. It's worked out okay. <laughs> Did so he say had, that? Yes. So there, he had some fun with it. Uh, and then Kevin Durant gave him, presented him with the game ball afterwards in the locker Look at room. This. Yes. So now next move, I really do believe this has to be to release Kyrie Irving. Like, and then I think the stink is off the team. I really, I, I, I do think that. I think you're right. And I said that two Mondays ago. Right, because uh, right, yeah, because right now, if Kyrie doesn't come back, no, yeah. no stink. Jerry. It's you know what it is. Watching them last night, it was fluid. Everyone was working for there. There was one possession, and I know you didn't watch it, but there was you one possession. I do know that with one hundred percent certainty. I know that. Um, there was one possession where it, they must have passed the ball seven times, and it led to a wide open Seth Curry who buried a three pointer. There was no selfishness. There was no standing around. Guys were moving. It, it was nice to see, actually. And it, they clogged the lane defensively. They did not. You know how many times? Well, you don't. You know how many times, though, Julius Randle tried to drive to the basket, but he many got cut times. up. Many times. <laughs> had to turn, spin. It was good to see. It really was. Is Seth Curry much younger than Steph Curry? I'm not sure. I think Seth is actually, isn't he the older one? <laughs> Why let me check. 50, let me 50 check. Fifty chance? Do I always get it incorrect? No, no, you might be right. I, but I think just Google right. it. I am. He is googling it. I thought Seth Curry was one year older than Steph, but I might be wrong about that. You might be very right. Let's see. Seth Curry is he is he is he is. He Come seems on, older to me. Seth Curry just turned thirty-two. Thirty-two. Steph Curry is thirty-four. So you are right. So Steph thirty-four. Yeah. Seth. Boy, even their names are confusing, Jerry. Steph and Seth. Steph and Seth, get down here, dinner. I feel bad for Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Because he's pretty, I mean, he can shoot, but he's never going to be his brother. His brother is magical. So a one-on-one in the park basketball. Seth wins. You're taking Seth. Seth Curry. One-on-one, yes. Really? Yes. You just said Steph Curry was. Because Steph Curry makes threes from 45 feet. Well, what if he just did that? His brother will defend him. Oh, interesting. I think it'll be a more physical game. Seth wins. Let's get that done. We need more. That would be cool. Like one-on-one fun basketball game. Like you've got the match in golf. You could yeah. have the, you could have the the one-on-one in basketball, but they yeah. got to be like you could have LeBron versus D- versus Durant. Yes. Seth versus Steph. That'd be kind of you know, cool. No one-on-one. When I used to have a Commodore 64 computer, <laughs> Are you sure you're not 63? <laughs> <laughs> there was a great one-on-one basketball game. It was Larry. Pong? No, it was Larry Bird versus Julius Irving. Oh, really? One-on-one basketball, and you could pick either who, which guy you wanted to be. I always took Bird because I was an. I didn't like to drive to the hoop. You wanted to stand on the outside. Yeah, and I always felt not like, much has changed, huh? <laughs> I always felt like Bird was more the outside shooter. Well, sure, but it was cool because that would never happen in real life. Bird versus. I wonder if you get a Dr. copy of that J. game right now. You probably could. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, it is too cool. And every once in a while, if you did a really cool slam dunk, it, the backboard would shatter, and a guy would come out and sweep up the glass. You remember when Shaq did that at the Meadowlands against the Nets? I do not. Pulled down the pulled down the backboard. Yeah, and came crashing down. Right. Yeah, it was the Meadowlands. Absolutely. Pretty sure. The Continental Airlines it Arena. Was, uh, yes, I don't know if it was the Continental Airlines Arena at that. It might have been the Izod Center at that point. Which was your favorite? Izod Center. Brendan Byrne. Yeah, Brendan Murray. Because that, to me, is growing up, that's what it was. Yes. And then it got goofy with all the... But they, they all get sponsored. I hate the sponsor. And now it just sits there and exists, and it's a housing arena for TV shows. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Just sitting out there, Jerry. Yeah. Just like the Astrodome is still just sitting out there, I think. Is it really? Or did they finally blow it up? Oh. 
Oh, that is gone. Okay, so that's another. <laughs> that was wrong. It's like the White Sox, Jerry. They still play in Comiskey Park. No, I mean, they don't play. <laughs> just these old ballparks and uh, stadiums and wrong. arenas. <laughs> Good gonna, try. I'm going to look that up about the Astrodome. I think it might still be the standing. Super. What are the Superdome? Is that still up? Didn't someone buy the Superdome for like two million dollars or something? I think so. Although they might have blown that up too. Let Who me knows? see if this is that was in up, Pontiac Jerry. though, not Detroit. The Silverdome. Yes. Oh, Silverdome, home of WrestleMania three. With Hulk and Andre oh, yeah. the Giant. Yep, 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 yep. I don't see that this thing got blowed up. Blowed up. We got to take a break. We'll figure it out if it was blowed up on the other side. 537. We actually just talked basketball. That was kind of cool. That's right, Jerry. Uh, when we come back, maybe some football. You never know what you're going to get. And then oh. Boomer and G. What's up? Yeah, parts of it were demolished in 2013 of the Astro. Parts of it. Parts of it. Oh, okay. The other parts are going to be turned into beautiful condos, Jerry. Got it. <laughs> All right, well, we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, more to do, and then we got uh, Boomer and Geo. Tell but, us about your appearance this weekend, Jerry. Yeah, that's right. So I'm going to be at the uh, Reds by MetLife cool Stadium with Mazda this Sunday, 10 to 12, before the Giants play the Texans. You want to come on out. It's Reds Sports Bar across from the stadium. I'll be there giving out some cool Mazda stuff. They say swag. I say stuff. Uh, and then we'll showcase the all-new CX-50 and CX-9 models. That's going to be Sunday morning, 10 to 12 at Reds. Come if, on out. If someone wanted to take a photo with you, are you going to take photos? I will, of course. Oh, okay. Why would I not? Do I wear a Cowboys jersey? Mm, that's risky. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course I wouldn't. Coming right back on the fan. Let's just let this go. Rock it out, Jerry. Come on. All right, quarter to six. You can still find this music, by the way, on 92.3 FM HD2. Yes. HD2, Jerry. I do love it. Uh, great friends, great tequila. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. You know what this means? What does that mean? Weekend's close. Oh, that's right. Tomorrow's Friday. Just saying. Yes, sir. You uh, before mentioned something briefly. I did. And I don't have it on my show sheet, so I want to know what it is. You said something about Scott Boris being stupid. Oh, this guy's a dope. That was it. He's a dope. He. I mean, honestly. Why is he being a dope? So he's having the GM meetings. All right. Free agency. I think 5 o'clock you can start doing stuff. With other teams today. Is that right? Yeah. So, so right now, today, if the San Francisco Giants want to sign I think they Aaron can. Judge, I think tonight, yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine if that happened today, Jerry, at 5 o'clock. Uh, I mean, something could happen. So I'll just give you a couple. All Scott right. Boris repping his free agent clients. Does he still have a million people, Jerry? Uh, yeah. I mean, he owns baseball, honestly. Oh, yeah. This is on. So Taiwan Walker is a free agent. Oh, okay. Love Taiwan He Walker. represents him. So, essentially, Taiwan is on an island. And I think the only question is, is who is willing Taipei? Did you hear that or was that a Taipei? Year? Yeah. That's really hilarious. Stupid. Here he is. I'll give you one more on, uh, on Carlos Correa. Oh, okay. You're kind of the Dior of defense. You're the Hermes of hitting. You're the, the Louis V of leadership. You're the Prada of the postseason. I mean, this guy's a dork. He stinks. <laughs> and then there's another one where a guy, I shouldn't say basically, he does. He ruins it for him. If I could find it real quick. Um, of course, I can't. But I'll just say that his goofiness at some point got a little too much to take. So we'll Even play stupider throughout the than morning. the one you just played. Uh, yeah, I would say even stupider than the one I just played. Yes. I, of course I can't find it. Man, that's gotta be awesome to be an agent. Like you get paid on other people's work. Yes. And I'll, and you get paid a lot by the yeah. way. Yeah, Like what's a agent take? Like what, what is he? Uh, you're talking about such big numbers at yeah. this point. I'm honestly not sure. So it might be an even smaller percentage. I would think that's possible. I don't know that, uh, you're, you're getting, I think a lot of people think you get 10%. I don't right. know that maybe they get 5%. I don't know. But you're talking about contracts. Like, even a an average player now is going to get $10 million a year. So if you have 10 average players that you're repping, 
What's five? I don't know. What's five? What's five percent of ten million dollars? Seems like a lot of money. Five hundred thousand. Is that right? We could probably yeah, talk a couple of right. average players into us being their agents, Jerry, and then we just ride on that train. Taking well, you know what we could do cash. Well, you know what we could do. We are getting up there. We do have experience. Yes, we could become sports talk show host agents. That I like. Mm-hmm. We'll sign some local talent. I'll Jerry. sign Sal. Jerry? Who are you starting with? <laughs> I wanted Sal as well. No, I want Sal. <laughs> no, I don't You're think taking so. Sal, I want Sal. Oh man, I Sean Marash is pretty hot. I'll pass. I like I like Sal. I like Sean. I like Sal. I can't have my person I'm representing pooping on the air, Eddie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you're taking Sal. Making in his pants. <laughs> man. Yeah, I want Sal. That's If I'm drafting, yeah. I don't believe he's represented. I want wow. Sal. Wow. Yeah. We should talk to him. And By the we'll, way, I'm available. March right. <laughs> you, you can rep me. <laughs> I'll take you, Jerry. I'll take Jerry. <laughs> You got me. I got Sal. Okay. <laughs> it's perfect. That sounds like it's a good start. That is a good start. I, I say agree. we all four of us march down to Spike's <laughs> office and demand some sort of situation. By the way, speaking of this, I did find the Boris one real quick. Okay. Wanna, yeah. Let's hear remind it. me about Spike oh, in okay. a second. He, this was the other one where a reporter kind of ruins it, but he plows right through it. There are a lot of teams in the, in the free agent market that are in the waters for a center fielder. And uh, whoever picks our guy uh, will be the lucky one to finding Nimmo. Wow. <laughs> if you, you didn't hear it, but right here, a reporter says it, and he just ignores them. That are in the waters for a center fielder. Oh, I missed it. He, he says finding Nimmo. The reporter, like, ruins his, uh, his punchline. But he just keeps going right through it, which I thought was kind of funny. So, did you hear this story? So, there's a guy on Jeopardy that, you know how when the, when the host talks to them sometimes yeah. right after a commercial break? Mm-hmm. So, there's this guy on Jeopardy who gets banned from a podcast. The podcast he was banned from was Spikes. And this was on Jeopardy? This was on Jeopardy. I don't know if it was last night or two nights ago. But I want to hear the story of your banning as a result of your Jeopardy fame. Yeah, as one of my anecdotes on my first run on Jeopardy, I referred to a Sixers uh, draft party event that's put on by a local podcast in Philadelphia. They have a rule of thumb. If you don't say the name of the podcast, you get a ban for life. I did not say the name, and I received a ban as a result. (laughs) On Jeopardy. You're banned. Now. This is Marco put this in, and he said this is Spike's podcast he's referencing, which makes sense. I mean, he does a Sixers podcast. How about that? That's good promotion. Spike essentially was on Jeopardy last night. Yes, he or was two a, nights ago. What? It, who is Spike? That would have been now. That would have been cool. Yeah, but I don't. That wasn't there. Hmm. But how about that? How about that? Of all the things you didn't think you'd hear today, I did not think I'd hear Spike's podcast on a Jeopardy. Uh, the Jets, Jerry, they say they plan to get Elijah Moore, wide receiver who's caught, I think, zero balls or zero opportunities. Yes, or zero, zero targets last week. <laughs> Again, right. uh, they say they're going to put him in as a slot receiver. Yeah, I also heard that during the meeting, they put up on the board, throw to him. For reals? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk about how easy it is to get him a target. Just throw him the ball once oh, in a I while. Oh, I see. That would be just easy to just look really for him on the field. not that difficult. Try to get him in Here's the Here's what we're going to do. Stop gazing into the eyes of Garrett Wilson, your football yeah. lover, and just throw to the <laughs> other guys once in a while. My goodness. Which, by the way, would help Garrett Wilson a little bit more if you're spreading the love. Right. Free him up. Because yeah. right now, if you're defending the Jets. Yes. The first thing you're saying is, all right, find Garrett Wilson because they're throwing on the ball every other play. Yeah, put two or three guys on him. This is Elijah Moore, fella. If he's on the field, don't pay any attention to him. Pretty much. So throw him the damn ball. Let's yeah. go. In the uh, famous words of Keyshawn Johnson. Slot receiver is cool, but you don't ever get to go out for a bomb. Rarely, right? I mean, Cooper Cup has. Isn't he a slot receiver is with he? the Rams? Yeah, he does He does go downfield a lot. But I'm thinking like Edelman, Maybe did he not. catch bombs or no yeah of course you can sure 
Because yeah. you fake like you're in this hanging out in the slot, and then yeah, but you have post patterns and, oh. and you know out and up. Well, what the hell's and... a slot receiver then, Jerry? I don't know. He's a guy that lines up in the slot and out on, not on the outside by the sideline. Oh, see, I always thought a slot receiver was that guy, but always just hung out like in the middle. No, not necessarily. I mean, it depends on the play call. A lot of times, that area in the middle is is designated for the tight end. Right. You know, it depends on depends on the design of the play. No play I hate in football that's run all the time now. Handoff. Definitely. <laughs> but the wide receiver screen. I hate that. Oh. I know. And when it works, you're like, oh, it worked. Right. <laughs> because it shouldn't. It shouldn't. You're basically going on the premise that that defensive back, cornerback, or whoever's up defending him stinks at tackling. Yeah, can't tackle. And when you lose a yard or you go, it's like, what a waste of a play. Yeah. It's, to me... Like when you've got fourth and inches or third and inches, let's pitch it back seven yards so the guy can get an inch. It's so stupid. Yes. In that case, give me the fullback dive. But whatever. Anyway, a right, quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll wrap it up. Boomer and Geo then at the top right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on the popularity of soccer. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Uh, welcome back. Nets uh, beat up the Knicks pretty good last night. Jacques Vaughn is now their head coach. Uh, what else? Free agency today at 5 o'clock. So lots going on in all three hockey teams. What else? And Jerry, when the Falcons and Panthers get no together, you throw out the records. No it's a slugfest. You're not watching that. I am Falcons, not Panthers? I am not watching Falcons, It's going to be pouring rain. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.